Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. All right, welcome ladies. We are so excited to have you here today on Girl Water Your Grass. I am Mary Catherine Waffen along with my dear friend and sister. Hello, Maria Spears. We are so excited about today's topic as we are with most of the topics because <laughs> we find them very applicable. So this year we're talking about, this year, this episode, we're talking about New Year, New You. That's right. And we all have all these new ideas as we begin a new year, which is a good it's all good thoughts, but we want to help you take those thoughts to action yeah. and actually put the pen to paper. And when we write things down, we know that it's so much more likely to come to fruition and not just have lofty goals, but give you a plan of how to really become that woman that you desire to be. And yeah. so we're today we're going to focus on three things as we hop, hop into this new year of 2021. And I know a lot of people keep saying how glad they are to see 2020 um, go say goodbye to 2020, but Maria and I can sit here and tell you that 2020 has been an amazing year for both of us because of the intentional growth that we have both done. Yes. And the beautiful thing with that is that it wasn't an incredible year because of circumstances. It was an incredible year because we decided it was going to be an incredible year. Right. And the beautiful thing with that is, is every one of us can make that decision, which goes back to mindset taking our thoughts captive, which so much of, you know, we can't control circumstances most of the time, right? But we can always choose how we show up. We can always choose our attitude. We can always choose that internal um, temperature. You know, we can either be a thermometer or we can be a thermostat. And that's, that's our choice. So we want to give you guys some really practical tools going into the new year. A lot of people will make these new year's resolutions, right? And most of the time I worked at a gym for years, we all kind of knew, okay, come January one or January two, the gyms are going to be packed. Everyone's going to be on the treadmills or there's not going to be any free. The classes are going to be full. And then, you know, by towards the end of January, it's going to be a little less, go deeper into February, less and less and less. And by a spring break, nobody's in there. <laughs> right. You don't have to reserve your spot. Exactly. Right? You right, really good, right. And so we know that new year's resolutions don't really work. And it's because there's not a plan. It's just kind of this idea of like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then nothing happens. So we want to go ahead and give you three areas to work on super practically, because if you can master those three areas, that is going to positively impact your entire year. So it really is. So today we are going to focus on three things. We're going to focus on self-image and why you can't give what you don't have and how important that is. We're going to focus on mind management, learning to really control your thoughts and your mind and not being a victim to your circumstances. And then finally, um, on dreaming 
and the importance of dreaming and that God's dreams, as we always say, really are bigger than our own. So we want to help you get out of that mentality of suffering and suffering well, which is always important, but into a life thriving and living. And as you water your grass and start to dream and start to intentionally think about what you think about, you really will have an amazing life. So let's start today with self-image. Yeah. So a couple of questions we want to address to you here for you to start to think about are, who do you want to be? Who designed that woman that you want to be? And start to live life by design instead of by default. So Maria, I'd ask you, yeah. who do you want to be? Yeah. So when I think about who is a woman that Marie wants to be into 2021, I know that, you know, I want to be confident. I know that I want to be a million dollar woman. Right. And, and I think it's so important also to kind of have those, those images in your mind of what does that look like? Mm -hmm. How does a million dollar woman show up? How does she bless those around her? You know, what kind of light is brought? Am I showing up to bless or am I showing up to impress? Am I showing up to inspire and contribute and elevate and inspire? Or am I showing up to take? Right. And so one of the things that I really love to do, and I encourage you, you ladies to do as well, is to take those eight different arenas that you've heard us, you know, you'll hear us speak about over, over this next year. Um, and tell us a few of those. Just yeah, so, yep. So I'm going to dig into those a little bit, but look at your family. What do you want out of family life? What do you want out of friendship? What do you want out of intimacy? What do you want out of contribution? You know, how do you want to pour out on those around you? What about environment? You know, what about um, your self-image? How, who do you want to be in that? You know, and so just really looking at just the different parts of being a woman and saying, okay, who do I want to be? What does that look like? And paint that image. And I would really, really encourage you guys, you know, write those down. Because again, we know that writing is wiring. So mm -hmm. write that down. Who do I want to be? Um, that, that part, I cannot stress enough. And then and this right here is why, you know, a lot of you, your heads may be spinning. What do you mean? What do I want to be in regards to these yeah. arenas? Yeah. This is why we encourage you so much to have a mentor and a coach because you will, it's just like having a personal trainer, but in the game of life, you can't afford not to have a coach yeah. and someone to walk with you because you will never reach your maximum potential without having someone to push and pull you along. Um, and I look at like where I was in the beginning of the, of the year versus the end of the year and going into 2021, gosh, having worked with a coach has taken me beyond my wildest imaginations in such a short time. Oh my so, God. And, and we do this in the woman's school and we can help you through this, but it really is a great start to really diving into what you want in each of those arenas. Yeah. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted to no, explain okay. that. Heads might be spinning. Like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. And we didn't either, right? No, I, it's true. I, I have definitely had more growth over this last year, over the last 12 months than I have had over the last probably like five years, you know, six years. There's, it's incredible the amount of growth that can happen when you have a coach, when you have someone walking with you um, who's outside of your mind, who can help you see what you're not seeing. So huge, huge advocate for that. So the first question is, you know, who do I want to be? So again, figure out what that looks like, especially in, in that self-image space of what kind of woman, you know, do you want to be someone who's maybe fierce and tender, or who is, um, who knows her worth, you know, mm -hmm. who knows, um, and again, it's really different for everybody, you know, maybe look, and sometimes the easier way to find out is to say, okay, what do I not want to be? Who do mm -hmm. I not want to be? What do I want to leave behind in 2020? 
what kind of woman was I showing up as in 2020 that I am just like, mm, no, thank you. We are done with her. <laughs> That's right. New so give us an example of something that yeah. you really leveled up one arena of what you want to be and what you don't want to be. And, and I think that will really help our, our listeners yeah. clarify. Yeah. So this last year, there was so much growth that happened both on a personal level, but then also from a business perspective. And one of the areas that I recognize that needs work for me personally has been organization. And so going into 2021, I'm saying, you know what? Those areas of disorganization are staying in 2020 and organizational skills are being, I'm going to be paying a lot more attention, doing more um, very intentional systems in place so that I can really implement that and be a woman who is organized. So that's, you know, that's one example. And again, we, we have lots of them. If you're someone who uh, maybe you weren't good with boundaries, right? Um, then going into 2021, it's like, <laughs> MK just raised her hand. <laughs> um, what are, actually, let's share yours too. What is something that you are leaving behind in 2020? Well, and I'll tell you, Maria and I, and another dear friend of ours who will have on the podcast, Aaron Vandevoort, we have done this together and it has been super helpful. So we actually went through each arena and we don't have time to do that today, but it's, it's super powerful. And these ladies have really, you know, blessed me and challenging me in areas that I may not see because you don't want to see because it hurts, but it's painful to walk through the fire. But I think what's more painful is staying stuck in the same place. Yeah. Taking yourself on the road, realizing that you didn't become the woman you wanted to be because you couldn't see it. So something that you all really pointed out to me was the need for boundaries and that I can't be everything for everyone, nor do I need to be. And I think that that almost, it it puts some pressure on us that we shouldn't have. It almost takes being a God to people. Like we could never be everything to everyone. That's not our job. That's God's job. Right. And so really creating boundaries of just because I can't answer every phone call, respond to every text message, work with every client privately doesn't mean I don't love people. It doesn't mean that I'm less of a good person or a good friend. Mm-hmm. But when we say yes to someone or something, we say no to those we love the most. So I'm really focused on boundaries with my phone. And I would challenge all of you all with that. Like I'm no longer checking any messages before 7 a.m. Because what I found is during my morning quiet and devotional time, I would end up responding to texts and I would put Jesus on the back burner Mm. and also not checking it while I'm with my kids, because though I will be present with them, I was not mentally present. And And you know, go ahead. I just want to share this quick story because I thought this was, this was so interesting. I was listening to, no, it was a real story that someone told me this weekend and it kind of broke my heart, but um, one of her friends, a friend of mine, one of her friends is a counselor. And she does this group, um, like it's like a group therapy with kids. And this one, this one, the, the counselor, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't ever check her phone when she's with the kids. She's very present. She's very, she's been a very consistent in their life. Well, this last time she ended up during their session, just check something on her phone real quick. And when the little girls and she, she bursts in tears and she's like, you're just like my parents your phone is more important than us. And she like stomped or like just walked away. And it was such a, uh, where she realized, oh my gosh, every, so many of these kids are not feeling seen or loved or known by their, their parents because it looks like we're always putting a phone. Ahead. It doesn't look like it is. It's what we do. It's yeah. the reality. We do yeah. put our phones before our family. Yes. And, 
I mean, it's in friendships. Too. It's not just in parenting. Yeah. You know, it can be. In, we can, I can be sitting here talking to you, but if I'm on my phone, I'm only halfway present. You it's know, so true. And think about how many of your friends. Like, if I go to coffee with a friend, yeah. that's another boundary. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not coffeeing with friends. I want to. Yeah. But what I end up doing is saying yes to all these things and then not being present for my family. Yeah. So having those intentional boundaries of like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. I want to be more present with my family. So therefore I have one coffee date a month yeah. instead of one a week. Um, but when you go to coffee and your, your friend is always checking their phone, it's really, it's hurtful. It is. And you don't really feel like you're being paid attention to because you're not. So yeah. boundaries are a huge thing that I'm working with. And that's, that is, you, it can be so many things, phone boundaries, boundaries with friendships, boundaries, like not, not allowing people to treat you less than you expected to be treated. And as you level up your self-image and know your worth, you won't put up with what you shouldn't be put up with. Another boundary that has really been helpful to me is with friendships of like, just because someone has been your longtime friend doesn't mean that you have to hold space for them for the rest of your life. And that doesn't mean that we always love through things, but there's a time and a season and knowing when to let go of something that may not be fruitful in your life is really important. And that's a boundary that you all have really helped me with. Yeah. Mm. So many things we're all learning. Ladies, we are in this with you. Let me tell you. That's right. (laughs) Okay. So So self-image, who do you want to be and who are you leaving behind? Okay. So that's number one. Our second thing is mind management. MK, talk to us about mind management. All right. So as we learn a lot about mind management and begin to educate ourselves, you realize that you have so much more power right up here in your brain than you ever thought possible. Yeah. So a couple of questions in regard to this is we really want you to start, think about what you're thinking about. Let me say that again. Do you really think about your thoughts? And I think as you start to become aware of this, we're going to encourage you this week to just write down some of those subconscious thoughts and start to think about what you think about. And what we typically find with with our clients is that we are much more negative as human persons than we think that we are. Even positive people, we have all these ruminating negative thoughts. And that's really how the enemy sneaks in is he takes, takes a hold of our thoughts because we can't see it. We're not out like stealing or shooting people, but he gets into our mind. And so we want to challenge you to think about what you think about and to take those thoughts captive and to be renewed by the renewal of your mind. Um, and so, you know, I love one of my favorite scriptures is be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect, but perfect in our language does not mean flawless. It means whole. And our wholeness leads us to holiness. So as we start to really think about what we think about, think about becoming that whole integrated woman, which will lead you to such a more perfect place, right? So it's not flawless, but it's whole and complete. Mm -hmm. Mm. And then the other aspect of that is really not allowing your circumstances to define you. So tell us a little bit about, we alluded to earlier, how 2020 has obviously not been the best year in the circumstantial world. Oh my God. How we have been able to thrive through that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I think for many of us, you know, a lot of us had a lot of things planned. I personally, um, I have a band and women's ministry. So typically I'm singing and speaking and traveling a lot, uh, a lot, a lot. And everything from March on got canceled. And so there was a recognition for, for me. And I remember having a moment very, very specifically where I remember, okay, Maria, you can look at it this. And just be all upset about it 
and be like, what the heck? Golf, look at all the negatives. Or I, or I can look at it and say, you know what? Life happens for me, not to me. There is a hidden gem in this that is meant to bring about some incredible fruit in this year. And it's so, when I look back, I'm like, oh my goodness. It was really because of that downtime not being on the road all the time that I really was able to build my coaching business that so many women have their lives have been transformed through walking through the women's school, through walking through private coaching, through walking, you know, in the same way that my life has been so transformed <laughs> through learning this stuff and, and having a coach as well. And it's incredible when you look at, okay, from a circumstantial standpoint, yeah, all these things I had planned that I was really excited about even some fun trips and, just a lot of things that I was really, yeah, I was just very excited about it. And then everything mm -hmm. got canceled, but the fruit that has come out of it is blowing me away. And I can, but it was a deep um, internal decision of mind management to say, okay, I'm, am I going to look at my, all of my losses and pay attention to that? Am I going to look at all the negative aspects of, I didn't get to do this, I didn't get, or am I going to say, wait, what is the good that I can look at? And from a brain perspective, we know we all have something called a reticular activating system, our RAS, which you will hear us talk about all the time. What we focus on expands, like our brain literally filters that out. So if I look for the good, my brain will say, oh yeah, let me help you find all the good. If I look for the bad, my brain is also going to be like, all right, let's help you find all the bad. But that is why we are never, ever victims to our own life. And I want to honor Marie in this because her music ministry and her band was her livelihood. Yeah. <laughs> so it could have been a, an extreme source of pain and stress. And I, you just have handled it so beautifully and just pivoted and allowed truly to surrender your path to whatever God's plan was. And as you've seen, his dreams over us are bigger than our own because so you have bigger. expanded your business. And it's not that you've quit your music ministry at all. You still love that. But why you can't do that, you're not setting back saying, like, think if we would have just said, well, when this pandemic is over, I mean, here we are nine months later and yeah. we're still in it. So let's keep going. Right. And yeah. so I just want to honor you and how you've handled that has been absolutely incredible and such a testimony and a witness. And if you don't know Maria and all her background, she has so many different avenues of expertise. I mean, nutrition and health and fitness and um, theology training and music ministry and personal coaching, as well as life coaching and thought work and unbound forgiveness, healing. And I mean, there's so many things. She literally knows all the things about all the things. <laughs> and I just see how the Lord has providentially connected the dots backwards in your life. Mm -hmm. And now he's using every single bit of all of these things that you are so trained in. Mm -hmm. And it's just beautiful because had you been on the path of just your music ministry, which is a wonderful thing. He, you wouldn't be using all of your gifts and he is putting every single one of those gifts to use yeah. through now what you're doing and how you're working with women. And so it really is beautiful. And I just want to hmm. applaud you and how you've handled the circumstance. Well, thank you. It has made me very grateful, you know, which I think you and I talk so much about the power of gratitude. It's amazing. Everything. Yes. Starting everything it doesn't feel like, Oh, I can be grateful for this to just start thinking. Thank you, Lord. It really is something good, something good in this. So, and one other thing that I think that is really important to add here to the mind management is depression is out is now the number one leading cause of debilitation more than heart disease and cancer. Depression is the number one mm. diagnosed cause um, of, uh, I don't know, I guess it's, I guess it's a disease. 
depression, that disease is, has overtaken heart disease and wow. cancer, which is insane. And so it, but it's so true and it's so real. And I can see if you didn't know about how you can manage your mind, it's, it's very plausible that any and all of this could be there and it is a disease. And so we're not saying that this is the be all and all the fix all, but there is help for you in different avenues to help your body, mind, and soul. And if you are in a state of anxiety or even worse depression, we are asking you to seek help for the body, mind, and soul. Yeah. So this is just one component that can really help you out and equip you with the tools. I know I personally, and as well as you have had multiple clients be able to come off of anxiety, anti-anxiety medications. Again, we're not, we have no medical, we're not saying this. Right. And there's, it's not either or, but it's both and, and it can be, we've, we have testimony after testimony after testimony of how powerful the mind management and really coaching women through managing that mind is whenever you just take captive of your yeah. thoughts. So there's, really a lot of, mm-hmm. there's a lot of really beautiful tools. And Dr. Caroline Leaf actually talks quite a bit about this, how much that our thoughts, and she, she is a, um, she's a neuroscientist and a cognitive behavior therapist, but she talks about how much our thoughts literally change our cells in our body. They literally release, there's a, a release of hormones, neurotransmitters, all that's impacted by our thoughts. And because we know with uh, different mental issues or different with struggling with anxiety, for example, we know that there is that that is kind of the first step, right? Is is, is that mind management? What are the thoughts that I'm choosing, right? Um, again, we're not saying sometimes there's a need for medications, and I'm saying absolutely. And we're firm advocates for counseling and uh, you know going to specialists for things. Mm-hmm. But it's incredible, I should say, and it's incredible what you can do with some of these tools that most of us were never taught. And that's what we're hearing from a lot of women is, is saying, wait a second, why was I never taught these mind management tools? Because if I had had these before, I wouldn't have got, you know, gotten down that spiral into depression. I didn't know that I could manage this because I'd never been taught this. I thought I was just a victim to whatever I thought was just what I thought, you know? And then that- that's why it's so important to be proactive in life instead of reactive. Yes. But, and again, like we said, we'll, we'll reiterate for a third time. It's not an either or, but it's a both end. And so that's my big script right now is life is not an either or, but it's a both end. So we can, we would love to help you with that mind management because we just want to have the freedom that we know is out there and that God wants for you as well. So let's move on to, um, and the importance of dreaming and how, that is not something that you just leave when you're a child, like your dreams when you're a child and you think about what you want to be in life, but it's important yeah. to continue to dream your whole entire life because dreaming actually leads you to your unique call. Yes. And when you figure out what those dreams are, that fuels your discipline, why yeah. you get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Even the word passion means to suffer for what you love, right? And so when you start to realize something I love to have some of my clients do is we'll set a timer, we'll say, okay, three minutes. I want you don't think I'm going to just write down anything that you at one point wanted to do, right? Maybe it's write a book. Maybe it's become a pilot, <laughs> learn how to fly a plane. Maybe, I mean, it doesn't matter how many it's so simple as have a peaceful, calm home. Yes. That's a beautiful have- dream. There's yeah. no dream too small. No, there really isn't. And too often we think that, oh, well, my dream isn't big enough or it's this or that. And, and maybe it's not, but that's where we get to dig in and say, what are the things that maybe I haven't even allowed myself? 
to dream about because I thought it was too big or thought I couldn't do it, right? And maybe it is something as simple as a peaceful one. Maybe it, there's not a right or wrong within that dreaming mode of, of, okay, what about this or what about that, right? But give yourself permission to explore those dreams and say, what if, what if? That's powerful. And so if you set the timer, it's also powerful because that way, sometimes when we start to think about it, we think too much and we kind of rationalize our way out of it. And so if you'll set that a timer, you'll just boom, 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 just go, just right. And just see what comes out of there. And you, you'll be surprised a lot. So what we talk about in the woman's school is really how to dream because a lot of us have forgotten that. And it's important to manage your mind and have a good self-image so that we know what it is that makes our heart sing. That's one of my favorite questions is what makes your heart sing? And we talk about three different types of dreams, the possible dream, the stretch dream, and the impossible dream. And so we're just going to kind of give you an example of, of each in regards to, let's talk about one in regards to health. Yeah. Like what would be, give us an example. Health. So maybe you're, you're, maybe the possible is, you know what? I run some, I would like to run a 5k. Never really done, but you know, 5k. So that's, that's, you know, you kind of set up with a plan, but that's manageable, right? Maybe it's a slow jog, but that's okay. Maybe a stress stream is saying, okay, I want to do a 10k or a half marathon even, right? That's going to take a little bit more planning. You've never done it before. That's going to take a little bit more work, you know, a little more vision. You're going to have to start to paying attention a little bit more to your nutrition, you have to pay attention to your movement. And then maybe the impossible is a marathon. Maybe 26.2 miles just seems impossible. But again, if you can start to do your impossible, or I'm sorry, if you can start to do your possible and then your stretch impossible, suddenly the impossible is possible, right? And so things can fuel into that. And having those kinds of dreams are so important because you start to see, oh my gosh, I can actually reach those even when it's an impossible dream. And isn't that beautiful? Because your dream of the marathon really does start to fuel your discipline of getting up and, and getting, going on that six mile run, going on that 10 mile run, it fuels yeah. dreams, fuel yeah. your discipline. And yeah. then once you start to do this and you live a life like this, it actually moves from being impossible to becoming the only way you ever want to live because yeah. it's so exciting. And it's so. Love it. Yes. Well, let's tell MK, cause you, I think in this have just blown me away in the way that you stepped into the possible, impossible and impossible stretch and impossible. And just your tenacity in that, your trust in that, stepping forward, your belief and your hope in that and your action within that. And so would you share about like with your business and some of the, the process of going through that possible stretch and impossible and what happened? Sure, I'd be happy to. So when I started into the woman's school about a year ago, thank you, Maria, so much for bringing this amazing, <laughs> amazing school into my life. And, um, just, just the coaching business. Um, but I had previously had a monogramming retail gift shop for years and I loved it. What I loved most was not the monogramming of the items, but really connecting with women. And I spent so much time just chatting with women and loving them back into life and discussing their, their, you know, their wonderful days as well as their, their challenging days and just kind of offering encouragement and checking in on them. And I just know my heart has always wanted to work with women and I've worked with women in different ways for about the past 20 years. I've done Bible studies with young girls. I've done, I've worked with all ages. I mean, I have older women that are my mom's age sitting in my office crying to me about life and just love just doing life with ladies. And it, that really makes my heart sing. But I always thought, how can I do this really on a bigger level? Right. And I think sometimes when we ask the how, it paralyzes us from taking the first step. Yes. And so we just take that first right step 
And then that leads us um, to the next right step, yeah. right? I always say God works like Siri. You know, if he gave me the directions from here to Florida, I wouldn't know the, how to get out of my driveway if he gave them all to me at once. But he just shows up before we make that next right turn. And so we just have to step out on faith. So really, um, I knew that I wanted to sell my business. It had been a wonderful thing, and but the season was kind of over. Yeah. And so that was, I guess my possible dream was, being done with the monogramming business and my impossible was like, or the stretch I would say would be selling the business and figuring out a way to work with women as a career. And really for me, this isn't a career, but it's a calling just moving beyond a career to into a calling. And then my, my impossible dream was to work with a hundred women in the year 2021. So going into this year to really impact a hundred souls. And so if we take it back to in March, I knew that I was going to step into becoming a strategist with a woman's school. And again, if I would have asked the how, how do you sell a retail monogramming and gift shop during a pandemic whenever you can't even be open? I didn't know the first right step to take, but I wrote a plan, a written plan. And within three days, sold my business. And it was, it, I sold it to a lovely friend who I just love and adore. So I felt like I was sending my customers that putting them in good hands yeah. And then really stepped into just starting groups of working with women and then starting also working privately with women. And I just kind of threw it out there and the Lord just took it over. So what was my impossible dream to work with a hundred souls and impact a hundred souls in 2021 has actually already come to fruition. So we've been able to do that with, with, it could only be our Lord. Absolutely. But when we surrender our plan to his will, his dreams over us really are so much bigger than our own. So now we got to make some bigger goals and throw, throw the ball further out there. Um, so I'm hoping to impact 500 souls um, in 2021. And I'm sure the Lord will bless it. And whatever his will is, is what we hope to do. So, so we really do good. just have to trust him. And, um, it's amazing. Well, ladies. Surrender, right? <laughs> so true. That is, that is the game plan. So our self-image, you know, what are you leaving behind? And who are you going to become? Your mind management. Think about what you're thinking about. Uh, you know, is it more positive or negative? And then you're dreaming. So, you know, what are your dreams? What are your possible? Your stretch, and then your impossible. Yeah. yeah. And we just encourage you to continue to water your own grass because you can't give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. And in order to have that self-image, mind management, and dreaming, you have to water your own grass. So. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. We look forward to seeing you next week and we would love to hear from you. So message us and send us your dreams and we would love to help you through that. Take care guys.